0: You are now entering the Rap Fusion Gauntlet. (laughs) Oh, hello. Didn't see you there. The name's Michael Carroll, host of the Rap Fusion podcast, which you are now listening to. Last week, we covered rap metal with Matus Janik, expert in the field. Go check that one out if you haven't already. This week, it's lo-fi, and we're getting right the fuck into it. (laughs) So, there you are. Homework, needs doing. Vibes, need checking. Lo-fi hip-hop playlist on YouTube, poppin'. And, you look behind you, and Renitance is standing there. Hi, I'm just your ordinary Joe
1: who graduated from Columbia into a, a terrible situation in the job market. Mm. Like actually, that's recently changed. So that's good. But uh, yeah, just living life through the pandemic. Yes. You know, getting by as an audio engineer that's not really an audio engineer anymore. Because audio engineering is kind of a well, that's a whole different topic.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Do you, would you say that listening to lo-fi hip-hop is helping you get through these hard times? Oh, yes. 100%. Yeah, it actually yeah. got me through Columbia. <laughs> ah, indeed. Well, um, that is what we're going to be talking about today on the Rap Fusion podcast, which, oh. you, are, yeah. uh, which you are on right now. What do you think about uh, Anchor Studios? Pretty spacious in here, huh? I think it's kinda of cute. Yeah, I'm not gonna of, lie. It's, it's real of, cute. It's really quirky. Um Quirky, it's silly. Yeah. Cute. It's so wacky. a uh, personality. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you yeah. that. Alright, so let's get the fuck into it, man. We where, where do we begin? I mean where do where do we begin? I would say to begin with Lo Fi hip hop, we gotta take it back to the beginning of Lo Fi. Which uh Oh uh, yeah. I mean, people have been using lo-fi as a purposeful aesthetic for, like, a a long time, you know, since back in... You know, I think probably once you were able to distinguish between something that was hi-fi and something that was lo-fi, I think that's when it started. I mean, really, no hesitation. I think that it's interesting
1: that back then, what we consider lo-fi right now is probably hi-fi back then. And they were just like yeah this is normal we just listen to shit on cylinders all the time this is like the highest quality and then mm-hmm. like lo and behold somebody was like actually no it sounds like this and they play like 44.1 fucking high quality 16-bit audio and just blow their faces away mm-hmm. yeah i do agree uh it has its own aesthetic man and if used like correctly in an artistically aesthetically pleasing way it is it can evoke some interesting emotions
0: yes yes definitely evokes emotions and some some of the the pillars of lo-fi hip hop i, I want to talk about here are sort of how it uses these like lo-fi textures and um, And also themed with, uh, you know, rhythms and melodies and stuff. But specifically how it uses all this to evoke those emotions. And a lot of it's, like, nostalgia, kind of. Like, lo-fi brings a lot of relaxing, but also you're sort of, like, crying in the club at the same time. Exactly. It's like a
1: melancholy-ish feeling of, like, nostalgia. I'd say so, definitely.
0: Yeah, so I think some some like old rock bands that ha- were able to use lo-fi aesthetics to get that sort of sound like My Bloody Valentine or Portishead, like, I think those two bands, voices. yeah, I think they're like, the way they were able to use, yeah, the shoegaze genre, which has had like a huge effect on hip hop today, but the way it uses all those textures, like the distortion and uh, it
1: played, played a huge part. It's interesting, yeah, it's interesting you say My Bloody Valentine, because they were, like, strictly, like, engineered for studio sound, like, their songs, the song Soft Loveless, I believe that's the album, there's a song called Only Shallow, I think it's the opener, but, uh, the more you turn it up, the more you can hear, it's really interesting. It's like, it's just made to be that way. It's made to be like turned up all the way. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Shoegaze, really atmospheric stuff. Holy shit, is that a spider? Oh,
0: fuck. There's a spider in Acre Studios. Yeah. Oh, God. I think he's hearing me talk about lo fi. Mm hmm. He wants to hear some. He should.
1: Another rock band, though, that I think uses like the lo fi fidelity really well is the Strokes. Mm hmm because um honestly like they kind of embody like using lo-fi in like an artistic way like definitely
0: off the first album of the strokes Mhm, for sure for sure yeah and like yeah the way that they like i remember the first time that i purposely listened to a strokes album i like i couldn't understand what the fuck he was even singing he's so distorted and then but once you understand it like it sounds so cool
1: i read like a little interview about that album i think it was called like is this it i think that was the album's name and the lead singer was like telling the audio engineer like yeah make it sound like your best pair of denim jeans like it's gone through a lot of shit it's dirty but like it's your trusty it's your trusty pair of jeans, like your best pair of jeans. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like worn down, it's been through you it's been through like a lot with you,
0: which is like kinda of the sound that we're going for, which is interesting. hmm Very interesting. Very interesting. And that, that says a lot about the lo fi aesthetic, I mean, across uh, rock and hip hop and everything. It's your favorite pair of ripped jeans. Your favorite pair of ripped jeans, exactly. Broken in just right. And Oh yes. So like as we were having these these rock bands that were using lo fi to create a sort of nostalgic tone. Um, at the same time we also sorta of had hip hop artists that were using lo fi um sort of sorta of similar, I'm thinking things like Mob Deep or uh three six mafia or wu-tang clan definitely um definitely yeah on a sample side
1: like jay dilla makes some interesting stuff oh yes we will be we will be getting into jay dilla oh yes and mf doom would like grab a bunch of nice nice lo-fi samples especially for um mad villain (laughs) mad villainy had some good ones like Accordion. That was a good song. It's like some lo-fi accordion playing. <clears throat> Pretty straightforward title.
0: Living off borrowed time, the clock tick faster. That'll be the hour they knock the slick blaster. Dick Dastardly and Muttley with sick laughter. A gunfight and they come to cut the mix master. I C E cold. Nice to be old. Two twice yeah, like, and in these early like. I would say probably 90s through early 2000s rap music that was really pulling on lo-fi, like, well, starting in the 90s, it was like, well, with Wu-Tang and Mobb Deep, it was like, more aggressive music, but they were still, they were still using it aesthetically, like, like, I don't know, a Three Six Mafia song wouldn't sound as spooky and scary if it didn't have a bunch of crazy hissing and shit, and, yeah I think it gives spirit- off of like a cinematic vibe i think yeah for sure and i think spiritually like that's where a lot of stuff with mf doom and jay dilla like came from like mm-hmm. just using the same lo-fi techniques to never really they didn't want it to sound crisp and clear and
1: like yeah they came want out it of-
0: like they want it old dirty gritty they want mm-hmm. like
1: the imperfections Mm-hmm. to be like the perfections which is really nice yeah like the nice sure. jazzy lo-fi samples that just sure. sound good
0: yeah and so like yeah like mf doom and j dilla Nujabi they they start using these methods to create like a more like what we we're hearing in rock like a more nostalgic sort of warm sound a lot of times with these samples and yeah again like you said perfectly like using those imperfections as perfections like the way that Jay dilla was able to make such like loose barely held together drum grooves but somehow they were just perfect like it is crazy like it's it's
1: a it's a whole art form and like not a lot of people get it because not a lot of people know how it works they just think like i just threw some some shit together
0: but right. no, it's a lot more complicated than that. Right. That's a very good point. When you listen to, like, the lo-fi hip-hop uh, chill playlists on YouTube with the girl doing her homework. Like, yeah, like, so many of those songs are just a couple sample, like, t- three samples at max, just put together, and then you loop it and you're done. <laughs> and, like, it makes a lot, I think it makes a lot of people look down on the genre, but, like... I don't know, even in those tracks where they could put it together in five minutes, there's still, I think there's some merit to it. And like, when you look at someone who's doing the same thing but putting a lot of time in, like what Nujabi's was doing, like you can tell that it that this sound is on purpose the way it sounds it does. Or the it sounds the way it does on purpose, I mean.
1: Yeah, like you said, Nujabes or Nujabi's he uh he was was, because I I think he he's gone, but um that guy was on like a whole different wave, like J Dilla. Like he had like the nice anime Japanese jazz like vibe going on in his songs. Some of them like were super like out there, but sounding good at the same time. It's really uh it's really surprising. Yeah. I'd say like I would listen to Nujibes, like, your Najabis like, a lot per week. Like, probably, like, out of my whole listening of my Spotify playlists, like, 80%. Like, <laughs> I'd never skip, i never skip a Best song. <laughs> like, that's what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, I think it's, there's something really interesting about his music where, really. like, he's, A lot of people's favorite sort of lo-fi hip-hop producer, artist, like, and, He did the soundtrack for Samurai Champloo, which is also pretty cool. That's very true. And the connection between, like, Asian culture and lo-fi hip-hop is a very interesting one. Um, Like you were saying, Samurai Champloo, um, and like... Yeah, this new anime that's coming out, uh, Yasuke, with uh, Flying Lotus is making the soundtrack. It's, in a way, I feel like it's a spiritual successor to uh, Samurai Champloo. It does feel that way, doesn't it? Yeah, like and it's pretty cool to to see that and to see the sound like carry on for so long really and um i feel like when you compare the the genre to other genres in hip-hop like i don't know it's kind of hasn't changed a lot in the past 20 30 years almost like You could listen to some portishead songs and they sound like they could come out today really um even though they came out in like the early 90s it's really glory box good song Mm -hmm.
1: even though like the whole song's kind of like a metaphor for her like you know her glory box yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) still good yeah still good still good um and i guess since like the genre is so unchanging i mean I, what I want to talk about a lot is the way it's influencing like everything else really like some sort of trap music that has lo-fi hip-hop influences as well um, I mean it's it's expanding for sure but it's not really mainstream you think? Uh, well I think like
1: over time it kind of like had it. It it's gotten a place in the mainstream. I don't even know what mainstream is anymore, cause like it it. There's so many things that can be considered mainstream, cause mainstream now has become so like giant. Yeah. It's really like what's the most plays and most views are, and yeah. like there's a lot of that. But uh, I think that lofi has definitely a place in like the mainstream for sure now there's like different like sectors of lo-fi like there's some weird stuff i know that there's this video i found a whole playlist called like lo-fi beats to succumb to your anxiety too and they're all like <laughs> dark dark gritty lo-fi beats kind of boom bap like 90s like you said mob deep sort of stuff <laughs> pretty cool like it's like there's a whole different like genre in that genre
0: yeah yeah that's that's very true i i hear what you're saying like like not only does um lo-fi hip-hop exist in this mainstream like niche niche how do you say it that reminds
1: me because huh. i know logic released his last album i don't know when that was but those were uh lo-fi beats i'm pretty sure from what yes. I was listening to. Just yes. like his I think it was a sequel to his first album, which was also lo-fi beats. Yeah, the uh a sequel to
0: Under Pressure, right? Yes, Under Pressure. The new one's called No, no pressure. pressure. Yeah, and I think the new one is produced by Madlib which tying it back to how we were talking about the album Mad Villainy earlier, uh, same producer. From that, like like nothing has really changed in 20 years with lo-fi hip hop. It's kinda of, <laughs> kinda of crazy. Honestly, like if you have that
1: talent, I would not make that many projects. Like I would make like as few projects as possible so yeah. that like your sound stays fresh Mm-mm. and you keep selling
0: at the same time. <laughs> yeah, which for is sure. probably what he's doing. For sure. Yeah, like you can't get Madlu to make an album with just anybody. Like, yeah that is facts. yeah it's gotta be it's gotta be something something special um, it's gotta be your last album ever yeah right right and that and yeah and I think that sort of speaks to like the position of lo-fi hip-hop with like uh, producers like Madlib or I would say the Alchemist makes some amount of lo-fi beats but like The fact that they're so prestigious and um it it says something about the subgenre of lo-fi hip-hop like even though it it's not pulling in like top 40 radio play it's still like a really important cultural thing and especially the online communities for this stuff um and like you look at these lo-fi hip-hop videos they have millions and millions of plays um, and like I don't know there there's people who would devote their lives to MF doom like I swear to god I mean I used to listen to him solely MF doom every single day so I can't I can't say anything bad about it and RIP blended really well with his beats like all his beats
1: here's just like another instrument in that mm-hmm. beat.
0: Mm-hmm. Why would the dawn thing be wandering? She's like a foundling, barely worth fondling. My posse's on Broadway, like Mama, I want to sing. Mad plays the bass like the race card, villain on the case to break shards and leave a face card. Groovy dude. Not to prove to be rude, but this stuff is
1: like what your mic put on movie movies. Cool. Uh, yeah, cool stop Sucks
0: that he's. Sucks. But yes, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. It truly is man it truly is um, i was thinking of some sort of modern artists that are making lo-fi music i mean there's a billions of producers that are making it and like i i mean i've made lo-fi hip hop you've made lo-fi hip hop you sort of you get some saucy samples yeah and yeah you get some some samples and you get a uh, a vinyl dust sound uh sample (laughs) yeah you just get like you just get like yeah record scratches
1: and like vinyl hiss
0: yeah the in terms of like actual rappers who are doing it there's really not a lot like we, we have a few today i would say the biggest one was kind of the earl sweatshirt album two years ago um some rap songs Niggas come in the door and smoke sign choke up on the slugger for home run ins. Niggas sawin' chest dump his head heads on the floor. We press up on a boy, no more bluffing Cold summers don't tussle with strangers. Some of those keep one in the chamber,
1: three splits, have my wing tips that was pretty
0: lo-fi. Um but other than that, it's pretty like actual rappers rapping on lo-fi beats is somewhat underground. And there's a few uh, that I've listened to. A guy named Chetzer, Chester Watson. Um, there's this other guy. Yeah, uh, this other guy named um, Milo. Now he goes by Scallops Hotel. But these guys don't have a lot of plays. And that's, that's an that's, interesting <laughs> name change. Yeah, I don't really know why he did it. But I think this that says a lot about lo-fi hip-hop rappers um is that it's not really a big thing uh it's just kind of kind of weird that the beats are a lot bigger than uh people rapping on the beats i guess it's, it really is just great for studying in video games and and shit you know just those beats it's like a it's a nice thing
1: to put on in the background to like yeah. focus i feel on whatever you're doing or just like chill out yeah, you
0: know, mm-hmm. it's like it's nice uh mood music for sure yeah for sure and yeah the mood music is probably one of the best words for it well there's not a whole lot more i want to add uh i was just gonna say like i don't know there's a few a few songs you can find nowadays that are pulling from these um sample uh Sort of gritty samples and like like we're talking about these hisses and and shit that makes it sound lo-fi it gives it this warm nostalgic feeling. Um, there was a song little TJ put out uh calling my phone. I listened to that a lot. It came out uh, a few months ago. It's a pretty big, but it's got trap drums, but like a lo-fi I thought sample. you were gonna say like soldier boy kiss me through the phone. No, but that would be it that would be pretty sick too.
1: Steady call on my phone I done told you before that it's over Leave me alone Now I hurting you to see me gone Dark clouds, you're gonna see me strong I won't go back But trust me, I'm gonna hold
0: that Hold that you up my mind now I can get you up my mind now I can get you up my mind now I can get Yeah, there's a few songs out there I mean you can see a lot of people that are using the the emotional effect of lo-fi mostly in samples in in modern songs a lot of them don't use the drums and it uh it's hard
1: because like if you're trying to make a modern rapper sound good over a lo-fi beat they have to have like kind of a timeless sound yeah because you're really what you're doing is you're just sending that production back in time and it's like okay are you good enough to last time like you know
0: that's true the second that you add add boom bap drums it uh some modern s- styles of rap just like won't work on on boom bap drums that will i don't know i i implore you guys to go out there and try to identify things that that are using this lo-fi sound like uh the Joji, aka Filthy Frank. Um I would say he pulls from it, but it's not exactly always lo-fi drums. Um I don't know, there's some perhaps fucking Billy Eyelash songs. I don't know. I don't know. I want you guys to go out there and go out there and fucking find them, alright? <laughs> because it's emerging. Um but that's a that's about what it is, emerging. Um Anything else you'd like to add, Zaneborn? Um, or, Rennitons?
1: Well, uh, yeah, actually, now that it just occurred to me. Have you heard of Moo, the artist? Mm. M-O-O-W. Super I underrated lo-fi producer. No? And I don't, I don't even think he's made an album since, like, 2017, but check out his stuff. It's super, uh, it's, it's very nice. Very okay. nice. Short little beats that sound super good.
0: All right, for sure. For sure. Yeah, go check that one out. And I will check that one out as well. Um, M-O-O-W. I, I will also add... Uh, there's this rapper named... Uh, well, he's named Mike. Isn't that pretty fucking cool? But uh, <laughs> but uh, he, he makes uh, music that sounds pretty similar to... There Earl. can only be one. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and it's going to be me, I swear to God. But he, he's making... <laughs> He's making music that sounds like Earl Sweatshirt's to uh, some rap songs album. I mean, and you could say some rap songs was actually inspired by this Mike guy. So if you like that, check that out. Um, other than that, I don't, I don't really have too much. Do you have any any social media? No,
1: I don't have any social media. Right. I'm against social media actively. Hey, you know, no, what?
0: I'm just kidding. I don't even post anything. <laughs> that's that's all. All right, for sure um you can find rap fusion uh anywhere rap fusion is made uh of course um but that's pretty much fucking anywhere well i, I shouldn't say that it's uh, uh twitter and soundcloud and uh facebook i don't know go just go
1: look for it to go follow and shit um you are now leaving the rap fusion
0: podcast